Okay, so it's a new year. Mm-hmm. It is. And I want to get the year off on the right foot. Okay. Now, there was something that last year didn't end on the greatest note for me, and I just need to get it off my chest. <laughs> sure. Matt. Yes. You invited me to the Fantasy Movie League. <laughs> Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. I have been playing that game for months now. Oh. You were not playing it. No, I did. Uh, Why I did-, did you invite me if you weren't going to play the game? I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were playing. I, I thought no one was playing. So I. Well, I tell you who's not playing me. Because uh, I don't know what the fuck has been going on here, but Matt, you're inviting Luke to games and not me now? Is that, no, I invited you is that as how we well. work? I invited you as well. I invited Jenna. I invited a bunch of people. That's why I, I actually. It, it obviously doesn't notify me then if you're playing. Well, because- apparently it doesn't notify me either. Because <laughs> we're in week six of this month's, I don't know uh, what it is, league tournament. I was and- going to say, the league, week six of this month, huh? All right. <laughs> no, week six, it's not this month, it's week six of this tournament. And I don't think you've picked once. No, I, I picked the very first one and then I invited you all. And then I was like, you know what? They're probably not going to do this. And so I haven't looked at it again. Well, look, I might do it if somebody explains to me what it is. It's like. Uh, it's like a fantasy football league. Yeah, I've never done that, but I, 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 I'm led to believe that's what it's like. And then you pick what movies you think are going to top the box office, basically. Hmm. Yep. So you get a certain amount of money you can spend each week, and then you pick the movies to put in. You want to in your cinema or something, and then yeah, whatever makes the most gets you the most money, and you win. Well, I'd be in that. Oh look, Cripple Four. There you are. Oh my yeah. God! You're fucking. You've really going at it. Really, pitch I did play three, every week. You rate Pitch Perfect three. You think that's going to make them money? All right. Yeah, mate. I, do. I guarantee Pitch Perfect three is going to make you money. How many women are there in the country? They're all going to go and see it. Like <laughs> Hannah's already been to see it. Oh my gosh! I all think right. I picked well. Star Wars twice, Pitch Perfect Perfect three twice, and then Downsizing twice. <laughs> We're in holidays. That's what people are going to go see. Look, say what you want about Star Wars, but it just made a billion dollars. Star Wars. Oh, that's doesn't yeah. it have. Uh, it's got a lot lower box office than Force Awakens, right? No, it's got a higher box office. What it's got is a bigger box office drop-off between the first and second week. I'm sure. So more people went and saw it multiple times in the first week and then decided not to go back. I'm sure I saw numbers that said it dropped off a bunch and it didn't even get as much as Rogue One. And if if you allow for inflation, it's actually quite low on the list. Inflation since late last year. Come on, inflation doesn't play that much of a part. Over all time. Over all oh, time. Oh, I see. So, like, compared to, like, you know, The Empire Strikes Back. Actually, The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi did quite poorly uh, at the time. I still think they should get away from how much money it makes to how many tickets they sell. Oh, okay. So, this is domestic. This is on Box Office Mojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you say Last Jedi did a billion dollars. It's just just says five hundred and fifty five million. That's domestic though. That's that's just America. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the whole worldwide. world outside of there, Matt. Yeah, worldwide <laughs> it says five hundred and seventy five. Really? That's not what I've been reading. Really? Okay. Oh, I've got something to say about people who see the um, Last Jedi and find that there's a problem with it. Do you know cinemas have been putting up warnings to say what's the yeah. best scene in the Last Jedi? The best like scene? Like the absolute best scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, How about the uh, the light speed through a Star Destroyer? Yep. It's not the best scene. Where there's just that, 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 no, that is the best scene. Shut and up, man. I know what he's talking silence. about. Silence. Everyone's looking around in shock. Well, people think there's something wrong with the movie there. Yeah, I know. There was a sign up and where I saw it. And they've actually gone out and complained to say the sound stopped working. <laughs> it was up. It was their opening night there was a sign because they knew people are stupid. I, I opening night, I was are. at the cinema, and there was a sign on the door that said, please note, at this time, the sound will stop. This is not a malfunction. Wow. Like they, they, wow. They knew people were going to be stupid. And then apparently okay. uh, people in cinemas did. They went, what's going on? <laughs> I read an article that said- Well, they people- certainly did at Luke's cinema. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is pretty dumb. 
It is. It's it's very very dumb. That's definitely people... not the best scene in the movie though. <laughs> that is so. How what what's the best scene in the movie for you then? Um, probably the scene after the fight in the throne room when Ray and Kylo Ren are talking. In fact, it's the only the only scene in the film that I think I can be bothered watching again. What about that scene where uh, Mark Hamill milks <laughs> Kylo Ren? And then, and- <laughs> I or if I remembered this wrong, if I remembered the movie wrong. Have you guys, have either of you seen it again? No. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Unfortunately for Ryan Johnson, no. It's just come out at the wrong time of year. No, I haven't either. I actually <laughs> don't know if I'll bother. Uh, I, you're right, actually, Dan. It has, it's 1.1 billion worldwide. My mistake. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Um, however, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. 2 billion worldwide. Ah, well, there you go. It's yeah. going to continue to make them money. Yeah. Is this what this week's episode is going to be? Just us ragging on the last nah, Jedi I don't want to do that again. I don't want to do that again. I did want to point out that uh, it is very, it's been very divisive. And, man, people are- Star Wars fans suck. Like, I don't think I like Star Wars at all anymore because you guys- <laughs> I know what you mean, you, man. No, you guys, but you Star Wars fans- Actually, listen. it's just- Fucking hell. Any fans, any fans what of a, anything now are a, just the worst. Yeah, it's too cunts. much. Like- the internet gives everybody's voice way too much validity. And it's it's this whole thing where it's like you've got to be on the extreme ends of the spectrum or you just get shattered down. Like yeah. people either love this thing because – and it's not like the, the most vocal of them. They don't even like it because they like it. They just like it because it pisses off the other people and then the other people hate it because the other people like it. It's like what what is going on? Like I don't know. Just each, if you liked it, you think the other people who didn't like it are retards. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say retards. What am I doing? No, retards just means slow. That's okay. You don't have Fine. to mean it in the the way that we know you do mean it. <laughs> <laughs> if you think, if you if you liked it, you think the people who didn't like it are stupid. And if you, oh, see, look, now I've made it worse. Because <laughs> I've defined, anyway. Now, you, yep, and yep, it, you've set the terms. Yeah. Damn it. And then uh, if you if you didn't like it, you think the other people are dumb. Anyway, you get what I'm getting at. I could understand why people didn't like it, and I could also understand why people did like it. I, Yeah. It's, it's not for me. I enjoyed it overall. Fine. There were some terrible parts in it. Mm. Like uh, Luke got upset that he couldn't drink blue milk directly from the source and had to use a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> the source being Kylo Ren. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You so know he sucks on that tit every now and again, don't you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and so does the Mate. so does the what are they called the mermaid whatever that fucking thing is. It knew oh, as yeah, well. Was he looking sucks over on at, their tits. He was looking over yeah. at Ray, and yeah, it was like, like he's on his best behaviour because you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's been in the news this week though. Yeah, he's not uh, new news. The same comment. He's there's just there's just more news about it. Yeah, just haunting him a little bit. I bet he must be regret. I, I wonder if he took a pay cut because of it. To be honest, because. You know, they we heard when Force Awakens came out that they get bonuses and things when they don't say shit that's controversial or when they don't spoil things. So I wonder if he's gotten in a bit of trouble for. Um, he said that he wasn't happy with the direction Ryan Johnson took Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker. He said this a couple of months ago before the film came out, and he's now kind of walked that back and said, "I shouldn't have said anything." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which led to a whole other uprise of people going, oh, Disney's made him take it back. Mm, and so he's right. come out and released another statement saying, look, no. I know I said that I didn't like the direction and then I know I said I was sorry that I said that. Now I have to say that I am absolutely didn't get told by Disney to take it back. <laughs> you just yeah. can't fucking say anything anymore. I think I think he was right. I think... The way the direction that Ryan Johnson took that's, the character was, in my opinion, not great, but whatever. I think there wasn't enough time given to take the character in that direction. But he, he, it's Mark Hamill's opinion. He's allowed to have an opinion. And then just the fact that Mark Hamill doesn't like it doesn't mean that, that you Star Wars fans out there who did like it aren't allowed to like it anymore. And maybe he did like it in the end. Maybe he's telling them the truth. Maybe he didn't think it was right. And then he went, oh, you know what? It's not bad. 
even though he's wrong. I think he. I think it is one of those things. The more you think about it, the better it does get. But it's still, when you first experience it, you don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're we still talking Much about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You leave your uncle out of this, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I keep thinking that I do want to see it again because I have a feeling that some of the things that annoyed me the first time might not avo- annoy me the second time. Plus, there's mm. a lot of really great scenes that I do want to experience again. Uh, yeah. But then I just keep thinking about Finn and Rose, and I want to just fast forward whole chunks of this movie. I get baffled when people talk about how important, like the casino side plot, is important because it sets up this that a lot of this stuff about the slaves. And I'm like, yeah, but but that doesn't go anywhere either. Like you could easily it just not have any of that. Absolutely nowhere. And and then also the breakout star, you know, the actress who plays Rose, who I mean, I don't. I got I no issue with her. Like she was fine. It's just the character yeah. wasn't very interesting. But it baffles yeah, me that people do. are like, yeah, it baffles me that people yeah. are talking about how she's like the new fan favorite character. Like, really? I didn't. I don't. I haven't seen that sentiment what? shared very much online. I've not seen anyone say that she's great or they loved her. In fact, all I've seen is a bunch of fuckwits uh, arguing and and yelling abuse at Ryan Johnson and other people from the film on Twitter. Like, come on, guys. Stop it. There's no need for that. Like, on his Instagram, every time he posts a photo now, there's a bunch of people in there going, you fucking cunt. You fucking ruined Star Wars, you piece of shit. Like, all right. Did you guys see uh, Kathleen Kennedy's Wikipedia that one day? (laughs) No. No. Okay, let me me find it here. I took a screenshot, uh, but I must say it's it's gone (laughs) already, and it was gone by later on the same day. Wow. so this was the Wikipedia page, so it was also the Google homepage, obviously, because they're linked now. Kathleen Kennedy is an American mm. film producer and butcher of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> now now it just says American film producer. Okay. Well, I will still say she's doing a better job than Rick ever did. Oh, I, I would absolutely <laughs> agree, 100%. Although mm. there were some moments in this movie that, Reminded me of some of Rick's work, but then yeah. again, she also produced The Force Awakens, which I loved. So I can't really say it's her fault. Mm. Although- I gotta say, also, I've read some really great negative stuff about The Force Awakens, and while I don't disagree with it, like people point out all these flaws with The Force Awakens, I'm like, yep, that's right. But I still fucking love that movie. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know because what because the storytelling was good enough that you don't. Pay attention to the right. force. And, and that's what a good and, movie is. And so I guess I'm like, if people, you know, people like Last Jedi, that's fine. Like, it's just, I guess it's just not, it didn't have whatever, it, whatever it is that makes me like Star Wars, The Force Awakens has, and The Last Jedi doesn't have it. Like, I don't know, mm. I don't know how to explain that. Whether it, because maybe it is just that I'm a fanboy and the fact that The Force Awakens had a fucking Death Star that was bigger than the other Death Stars. Maybe maybe I am just a fucking infant, and that is what I liked. Who knows? I read a really great quote that uh, that I think sums that up because there's obviously a lot of uh, a lot of flack for Force Awakens being, you know, at best a soft reboot and at worst a direct copy of A New Hope, right? Yeah. So I've read this quote. Here we go. Kylo Ren really is a great example of how sci-fi fantasy writers should tailor their words to fit the time so that it can resonate with the actual audiences reading them. There'd be no Mm. point making Hitler a villain anymore because we're not afraid of Hitler. We're afraid of 25-year-old malcontent white boys who fondle Hitler memorabilia and sulk in their rooms. That's a good point. Wow. It's a very good point. People complaining that Starkiller Base is a ripoff of the Death Star and that Kylo Ren is a whiny emo fanboy don't realise that this is exactly the point. Yeah. I mean, like, I agree that it's derivative, but I thought it was great. I also yeah. don't like this stuff in, um, like, we've, I think we talked about this when we talked about it, so I don't want to go on about it, but there's stuff I, in Force Awakens that even when I think about it, I go, that's dumb. Like, the way fucking Poe is just the best. Like, yeah. you know, he zooms, flies inside the fucking base and shoots all the reactor cores or whatever the fuck it is he has to shoot. You know, like. What's wrong yeah. with that? No, he was, shot, he was. Man. He's just this version's wedge. Yeah, but he. In the old Star Wars films, no one was like that Wedge. good. Wedge Antilles. I don't know. Yeah, he wasn't at, doing uh, backflips in, the, in, the, in his X-wing and just shooting all of the spaceships. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Poe. Poe's a little overpowered in 
in both in Force Awakens, I can't talk, in Force Awakens and in this as well. He's just like the best. Look, it's fine. I can't, I'm just, I'm, I still like it. I'm just saying, if I'm trying to be objective, it is a bit, yeah. Silly. But then you've got fucking Max von Sydow, one of the greatest <laughs> actors in the world ever, in just one awesome scene, laying yeah. the seeds for some huge awesome backstory that we never get to see. Like mm. this movie doesn't have any of that. That's what made yeah. The Force Awakens great is that every little throwaway scene had weight and resonance. Yeah, but that's J.J. Abrams, and I've read a compelling argument that he just <laughs> throws that shit out there. I'm fine with no- that, man. I'm fine with and that. Then, Not everything has to pay off it- sometimes. Yeah, I know. Well, they should have let him keep going. handed it to fucking Ryan Johnson, and Ryan Johnson was like, oh, thanks for that, because none of these threads led yeah. to anything. Throw it away. Throw it away. He's like- Throw it away. Ryan Johnson called J.J. Abrams up and he was like, so um, what's the deal with Max von Sydow? And he's like, hmm? oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the deal with Snoke? Oh, Made you know. think, didn't I? Don't, Made don't you worry think. about it. You're, you're, that's your job. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like how nonchalant this version of J.J. is. Yeah. Fucking. It's your problem, mate. I'm coming back for the third one. So I'll have to clean up your fucking mess. There'll be blue milk everywhere. For all of it. <laughs> For all the criticisms of him, I like J.J. Abrams a lot. He, uh, he does some good shit. I listened to uh, the, um, what's Jeff Goldsmith's new podcast? I've asked you this before on this the show. Q&A. The Q&A. The Q&A. <laughs> you never remember. <laughs> um, the 10 Cloverfield Lane with Dan Trachtenberg. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. J.J. Abrams st- like produced that. And he, Dan Trachtenberg just talking about how he was not sure how to handle things like the- the car crash at the beginning. And so JJ Abrams, he would just call him in like while he was working on the force awakens, I think. And then JJ would shoot on the force awakens all day. And then in the evening, just give Dan Trachtenberg a call and then just shit out all these awesome ideas. And like, <laughs> Dan was just like, fuck. All right. Like, he's like, how do I film this car crash? We don't have the budget. And JJ's just like, ah, oh, just do this, this and this. That'll look good. And he's like, all right. Yeah, that, that will look good. All right, fine. So, <laughs> hey, while we're talking about Disney mm. and oh, actually, we haven't discussed this. Did you see those fucking leaked solo images? I sent them in. Uh, I think I sent them to you guys. Yeah, the the fake ones. They're not fake. Apparently, they're from the Lego. Like, so they're not fake. They're just not from Disney or or wherever. They're from Lego. I didn't. They're I fr- didn't hear that. That had come out of. Sh- yeah. That's that's the most recent update. Was that they're from the the box art of Lego? And do you want to? Am I all right to give you a spoiler since it's not a spoiler since it's technically a rumor? It's on the Lego. Yeah, go on. Kessel Run Lego set. Ah, uh, right. How do you make that a Lego set? Well, we'll find out. Yeah, because we, yeah, I, I mentioned it to Jenna, and Jenna's like two words think- for you: pod race. Yes, <laughs> I bet. Fucking yep. hell. Uh, honest to God, uh, Rogue One was amazing, and I think it was an accident that was that good, and I think <laughs> the Disney execs probably hate it and will never get another one like it, and I've, I've, I've become very, very, very cautious about this solo movie. I've put a link in down the bottom, and if you listeners, if you don't want to see- in fact, I don't know. It's not spoilers, right? Because you, you, people are going to see this shit. It's going to be in the stores. It's going to be in your face. You're not going to be able to get away from it. So, <laughs> like, the Millennium Falcon is missing the fucking wedge at the front. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I'm not. I'm reserving judgment, but I, I'm worried. It's also uh, more colourful than it uh, it is. I was yeah. already. The like radar not- dish is also different. Yeah. Yeah, it's flat. It's flat. And also the guns on the top are different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, instead of the quad lasers, there's only a single laser. Yeah. So I was already worried that- Well, I knew that I wasn't terribly interested in seeing this film. I don't need to see a film about Han Solo. Thanks. I've got three and they were great. And it tells mm-hmm. me all I need to know about it. Yeah, had four, the character arc. You got four now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> but now I look at this and- I know this is fucking ridiculous because it's just a fucking fantasy movie series, but they, <laughs> they're going to fucking ruin Star Wars. Like, I'm, I'm dead serious now. They are fucking it up. 
Like, yeah. get out of it. They're Stop it. so close right now. At the moment, it's, at the moment, if somebody says, "Do you like Star Wars?" I'll say yes, yes but I don't like the current one. It used Whereas to be so very easy. soon, very soon, I'm going to have to say, "Look, I like some of them, not all of them. Some of the old ones, it. but not all of the old ones, and some of the new ones, but not all of the new ones." I saw a comment on Reddit somewhere where someone referred to, in relation to the Last Jedi, someone referred to the old Star Wars films. And they meant the six. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. I read a very long thread the other day online about um, which Anakin ghost should be at the end of Return of the Jedi, <laughs> Hayden Christensen or Sebastian Shaw. Yeah. And Hayden Christensen won with an overwhelming amount of support. Well, the, the, yeah, because with, if, you've, if you've seen the prequels, because there's a whole generation now that that the prequels is just part of it. Yeah, and, they grew up on it. And they don't know who the fuck Sebastian Shaw is. And it doesn't, it, it gives them closure to see Hayden Christensen there, whereas we just don't want him there because he was never there in the beginning. Well, it also doesn't make sense why he's suddenly young. And also, Luke would not know who he was. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, except Luke wouldn't know who Sebastian Shaw was, except he, he saw just him. met him. He just met him. Without his eyebrows. <laughs> I'll stop you there, Matt. In the, in he, the original, he had the eyebrows. eyebrows. They have since been removed. I know. Anyway, these these solo photos, they're apparently real. They're from the Lego box, and it looks a bit shit. So, But this goes against yeah. so many things. I know. Like, I have books that no, you I don't. thought were still canon no. that are not anymore. The, well, no, the books you have are like definitely not canon. Guides. The Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith. Are still canon as far as I'm I'm aware, and they've got YT cruisers in them, and they don't have a fucking sealed front bit. They all look like the Millennium Falcon, and I know this doesn't <laughs> matter because it's just what George Lucas said. But in mm. Revenge of the Sith, there is a ship that looks like the Millennium Falcon that flies by on Coruscant at one point, and George Lucas said, not canon, but he just said that is the Millennium Falcon. So. <laughs> I mean, like, that doesn't mean anything. I can't believe you're busting out shit from episode three now. (laughs) I honestly- Imagine this. I like Last Jedi. I know. That's- But what are the implications of that, Matt? Although I put on on The Phantom Menace the other day. Fuck, it's awful. Yeah. It's fucking awful. It looks awful, too. Like, it's unwatchable in terms of screen quality, at least. You know, like, it's just- Mm. It's fucking disgusting that movie. This is I, this is the first time I've watched it. I guess with as critical an eye as I did, like just <laughs> this. I was being this critical of it, and I was like, "This is fucking awful." Yeah, but see, like I've only seen episode three once, right? I've never gone back to revisit it. But if I'd walked out of that movie and someone had come up to me and said, "You know, they're going to make more Star Wars movies down the track," and uh, <laughs> You're really going to appreciate this episode three by that point. I'd be like, fucking hell. (sighs) All right. No more Star Wars. I say. And then we'll probably return to it. Before we move on entirely from Star Wars, Mm. um, (laughs) there's there's been some mention. Ridley Scott, who's arguably (laughs) one of my favorite directors of all time, um, has has been very public this week talking about a bunch of stuff. uh, And he's been talking about Star Wars as well. Uh, yes. Did you guys read any of these interviews or articles about Ridley? Um, the the first one is that he's come out and said that there's no reason that his Alien franchise shouldn't be as popular as Star Wars. Um, so there's <laughs> I that. I mean, it's quite popular. There's so, that just sitting I mean, out there. Yeah. 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 He, um, he's, he doesn't have to worry too much. You killed everyone. <laughs> there's no one to follow. Well. So, th- there's a reason. His... Alien. Oh, you mean like in uh, Covenant? No, even in Alien, he kills off everyone except for one person. There's oh, no yeah. sure. He no um, a connection with people. So anyway, well, let's just leave that there where it is. The other thing that he's come out this week and said is that um, he didn't like The Last Jedi and that he could do a better one. And when the person interviewing him heard that, he said, well, would, would you do one? He said, absolutely not. I don't blame him because <laughs> no. listen to how people talk about Star Wars movies. Well, you want to hear Whether his actual like comment? Them or dislike them. Yeah, I agreed. 
Um, but his actual reasoning is, and I quote, no, no, I'm too dangerous for that. <laughs> well, he's right, I guess, in that he would. Uh, he wouldn't listen to just, Kathleen Kennedy. No, there's no fucking way. He would just do what he wants. Yeah, he pretty much and, says that. I like and, to be in control. Yeah, and his, uh, his opinion of his talents, I mean, he is a very good filmmaker. I do think he's made some mistakes uh, of, of, of late. Um, <laughs> but I also think that if someone tried to point out that he was making a mistake, he would tell them to fuck off. He's basically criticising Disney's kind of tactic of getting young up-and-comers to step in. Uh, mm. And his, his, his reasoning in, is that these guys have made a very, very successful $10 or $20 million movie. And suddenly they've got a $200,000, sorry, $200,000 million, $200 million, <laughs> <laughs> two million budget, um, and they don't know how to make those movies. And, they, and they, yeah. you, if you're a professional director like Ridley is, you've made mm. a career out of taking baby steps and and doing a twenty million dollar movie, and then doing a fifty thousand dollar movie, and then doing an eighty thousand dollar movie, and then doing a hundred thousand, and then doing a two hundred thousand, and that it doesn't just doesn't work. That like if you could do a cool little indie movie, that you can do a Star Wars. So his actual quote was, um, "If you got me to do it, you'd pay my fee, which is huge, but I'm worth it. I'd bring you in under budget, on time, and there wouldn't be any fucking reshoots." <laughs> yeah. I read a, an article that said that. Uh the alien covenant deserves another chance and uh and actually that it's actually quite a good film and it just doesn't mm-hmm. it just went in a a different direction to what people were expecting and i am interested in that theory and mm-hmm. i kind of want to rewatch it just to see cuz i i don't think yeah. my issues were necessarily the direction that it went it was just more more fundamental mm. and i i didn't dislike the movie i i had fun watching it i think i liked it more than you did but mm. Uh, it still I left me. I would have me... liked to have seen the movie that we didn't get to see about how the one in between, right? Crazy. The one we thought, yeah, we were the getting. one in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's the movie I wanted. That's the movie I want to see. Yeah, I think that's probably my issue with it was that it didn't follow up on some of the the threads of uh, of Prometheus, the things that I was very interested in. But uh, I do like. Ridley Scott's very into this, you know, androids and uh, and synthetic beings and, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm into mm. that too. So I'm, I'm – and apparently the next one, uh, he may be going to double down on all that. It's actually not going to be about – There's going to be much, four – there's going to be four Davids movie. all making out. <laughs> it's David Orgy, yeah. <laughs> Ridley Scott's very into uh, – uh, I can't think of his name. Michael Fassbender. Mm. Yeah, right in mm. there. Anyway, so I, w- I want to rewatch it because, uh, yeah, maybe uh, maybe it is. Good. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind rewatching it too. He also came out this week and said something a little something about Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He said two things yes. about it. Number one, he said that uh, basically the script was all his idea. So there's that. <laughs> of course, he did. Um, and then he said, uh, "quote It was way too fucking long." Fuck me. Mm. And I look, that, that is what most people say about it. Yeah. I disagree. I disagree. But, uh, you no, know. I, 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 I assume what he means is, because I want to give him the best positive, <laughs> the most positive reading I can, what he means is that it was too long for most audiences. Yeah, it was too long to be a mainstream tentpole film. Yes. It was not yeah. too long for me. I fucking enjoyed every second of it. It's fucking half the length of The Last Jedi. I don't think it is. I think it might actually be a bit longer. (laughs) But yeah, it's I, 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 yeah, I loved it, and I, I I loved the length of it, and I loved how how tense and drawn out everything was. But I can see how most people would have been bored because it's. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm glad I got the film I wanted. Sorry, everyone else. Yeah, I I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's how I. That's my opinion. (laughs) Uh, I didn't get what I wanted with the Last Jedi. But I got what I wanted with Blade Runner, so I guess I guess that's fine. Yeah, take the win, right? Take the yep. win while you got it. Yep. Um, another filmmaker who has said that they wouldn't do a Star Wars film is Guillermo del Toro, because people, mm-hmm. a lot of people, were saying you should do it, you should do it, and he was like, absolutely not. Uh, mm. He's not interested in that. Too much pressure. I'd like him to do the production design on a Star Wars film. 
Yeah, that would be. I think he would do something very interesting. Um, I saw his new film last night, The Shape of Water. Oh, um, I'm very anticipated of that movie. Is that a mermaid movie? <laughs> I watched the trailer for it today. I have no idea what it is. Merman, Luke. Merman. Merman. Oh, and what a no, man. It's, uh, it's about a, uh, a woman who is a mute, who is a cleaning lady at a research facility. Mm-hmm. And they, she discovers that they have- What are these creature. fucking research facilities that people who write <laughs> movies think exist? No, no. I don't think there's such a thing as a research <laughs> this, facility. This movie is very, very fantasy- you know, kind of yeah, fairy tale. Yeah. If you go into it thinking it's going to be grounded in reality, yes, yeah, so you're going to need to suspend disbelief a little bit for this one. In a good way, in my opinion, mm, I really mm. enjoyed it. Um, some stuff happens that if you if you're looking for uh, for gritty realism, you're going to be disappointed. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, she discovers this, this creature in there, and uh, and then yeah, it goes from there. And and they get it on. Well, I don't want to, maybe. Maybe. I've seen half a trailer that I didn't understand. I have no <laughs> idea what happens. <laughs> it's got Michael Shannon as uh, as the villain. It's very Guillermo del Toro. You've got like a, a villain who's like just a fucking asshole. And then you've got uh, <laughs> a fantasy creature played by Doug Jones. And, yeah. then, and then you've got, uh, you know, like a, a lovely innocent um, lead. And it's, it was really good. It's not his best film, I don't think. Uh, but it was it was really really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's I'm a interested lot more to see what you think his best film is. Now that you've said that, I think I really really love Kronos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, uh, Pan's Labyrinth I think is a little flawed, um, but so is this. So mm-hmm. I-, I like them for 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 what they are, even with the with the, with the rough edges. I think I think he does interesting things like this is a film that i i i'm glad that that films like this still get made because yeah i think it's a big gamble for a studio to give him money to make something like this because there are some aspects of this that are like really weird and there was moments in the film where like i could because there's quite a lot of people actually because it's been like fucking freezing cold here and so i guess people are going to the movies yeah i actually didn't anticipate a lot of people would be in the cinema for this um, but there were a lot of younger people there who were laughing at parts. And I, at some parts, I think maybe laughing uncomfortably because there's some weird shit in it. And okay. so, I don't know. I'm just glad that a film like this can be made. That's Yeah, man. That's I like Del Toro's type of weird. I think my favorite yeah. film of his is The Devil's Backbone. I love that film, yeah. Fucking great. But all his films have something to love. His early, that's one of his early Spanish ones. And, uh, yeah. Again, not very accessible, but uh, but really good. Yeah. Did you did you read about the time Guillermo del Toro saw a UFO? <laughs> no. Okay, so Guillermo del Toro saw a UFO, and uh, when when asked about it, his his response was, "Yeah, um, I didn't really like the design of it." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, like that's the first thing he notices. He's like, I oh, could have drawn a better one. His fucking commentary. I've just remembered this. His. I've got to watch all his films again with his commentary. He's fucking hilarious. Oh, he is absolutely. Because I remember Blade Two. Because I love Blade Two. I think that's the best of the Blade films. And he. Oh, absolutely. He yeah, for sure. And in the commentary, he's fucking hilarious, pointing out all the flaws and things like. <laughs> he just makes it sound so much fun. Like he just made me want to work with him. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, I'd love to make sure. a film with Gil Sorry, He sounds fun. And then uh, in the deleted scenes, you know, what's the name? I'm not going to the character's name. You know, there's the the head vampire in um, yeah. Blade Two, who's in the big bath of blood, and he's bald, mm-hmm. and he looks all yeah. old and Nosferatu-y. There's a, a version they shot where he has like a wig on, and um, and it's just the the commentary for that scene. It's just Guillermo del Toro giggling like an idiot, <laughs> laughing at how, like, he looks like Michael fucking Bolton and, like, yeah. pissing himself laughing. It's hilarious. That's great. He's funny when he's talking about other films as well. Like, he's on the documentaries about Blade Runner coming mm. in and, and basically everyone's talking about how they, they hate the theatrical cut because it has the, the voiceover and he's just like, I fucking love the voiceover. 
<laughs> it's like the movie's yeah. too confusing. The voiceover explains it all. I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessary. But then I understand the film having watched it a lot of times. Maybe that's that's why. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's a very diplomatic anyway, yes. answer in explaining why you're smarter than Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> anyway, Shape of Water, very good. I, uh, yeah, I, I want to see it. it. Uh, mm. Actually, really want to see that. Probably not playing here, so I might have to watch it in Italy, but that's fine. Happy to do that. I watched two movies recently that I want to talk about. One I'll only say a couple of things about, and the other one um, I might say more on. No, I'll talk about it. Um, Matt, I know you saw It, and from what I recall, you quite liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed It, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Luke and I have had this conversation. Not not this an unnamed film that we're not (laughs) talking (laughs) about. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, yes. Stephen King's It, the remake. Look, okay, so I loved almost everything about this movie, but there was something about it that I absolutely hated. So first Mm. what I loved about it, it was- an absolute masterpiece of nostalgia. And I mm-hmm. think in terms of all the Stranger Things and, and you know, Super 8, things that are coming out, I think this is one of the best because not only did it look aesthetically like one of those old movies from the 80s, but it felt like the kind of characters you would put in those movies and it felt like it took the risks that filmmakers used to take back in the 80s that they don't take sure. now. And I, I really, really loved it. Yeah, I fucking yeah there's hated. some stuff in this film that really surprised me. I hated that fucking clown. <laughs> he was CGI. fucking dumb. Uh, it, it, for starters, I, I think I'm a little bit confused, right? Because the, the bad guy in It is supposed to be, like, the reason it's called It is because It is whatever you're afraid of. So if you're afraid right. of clowns, as one kid is, you see a clown, and that's why, that's why the clown's there. But everyone else is afraid of all different stuff. They still mm. see the clown, and I really don't understand that. Yeah, they see other stuff as well sometimes. But, yeah, but they but- always see the clown too, and it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's not a clown is doing this stuff. It's the one kid doesn't like clowns, so he sees the clown. Yeah. You're supposed to see what it is. So when you're reading the book of it, like that shit just kind of washes over you. When you have to make a movie out of it, I don't know, just casting one dude as a clown who's in every scene and sometimes a clown looks one way and sometimes a clown looks another way, but he's still always a clown, just doesn't work for me. Yeah. I think Tim Curry kind of fucked that up in that sense because his Pennywise is so iconic. He did the, such a good job, 80s. right? Yeah, yeah exactly and people, right. pe- that's what people were expecting. Like, he, he's become synonymous with, yeah. with it. Is, yeah, is they pretty much had clown to. From the 80s, yeah. Look, I actually have not seen the 80s it since the 80s. I've I've never <laughs> gone back and re- rewatched it. Um so I don't I don't really it's, know how he It's all right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Well, sure. the 80s one was a made for television movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a mini miniseries. Yeah. yeah. It it is what it is. It I I enjoy it for what it is. It's, yeah. But it's not great. <laughs> to be honest. So, look, I I I loved, I really, really, really loved it any time that fucking clown wasn't on screen. Like, those kids were fantastic. <laughs> like, not just the performances by those child actors who were great. And that girl is going to be a fucking star, man. She was fantastic. Oh, yeah. But just yeah, the good. writers writing dialogue that sound like dialogue kids would say. Like, it's so tempting for writers to make kids really precocious mm. and just write adult dialogue for kids to say and oh isn't that cute but these kids like that that one kid who's just constantly talking about his dick <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know and it seems like it's a gag but it, like that's how we talked <laughs> yeah man it is yeah yeah just dicks so i saw another movie that i really really loved this uh this past week but uh matt do you want to talk about geostorm before I talk about <laughs> Batman. Sure. We watched Geostorm uh, because Jenna's favourite genre is disaster films. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this is so I've heard most- that this might be the film that finally puts the last nail in the coffin of that particular genre. <laughs> it was- uh, Look, I enjoyed it. It's not the best- It's not the, you know, 
not going to blow your mind. I don't think it's uh, it's like it's a stupid movie, like and then technically it, it's a disaster movie in a way. But it's it's uh, one of the trailers kind of gave this away. But it's not natural disaster. This is like uh, it's set in the near future where in order to combat the uh, the changing climate and you know mm-hmm. the in- increasingly uh, extreme weather conditions on the planet, they've constructed this big net of satellites around the planet that you know fires lasers and and fires cooling things and shit into the clouds to uh, combat storms. And so now mm-hmm. the the planet just has normal weather again, uh, except okay. except it starts malfunctioning, mm. or is it being hacked? I guess you'll Sounds have to watch the like film the and plot find out. Of Highlander Two, yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> fucking Highlander Two, the oh, film man. that was not a Highlander film, and then they just slapped and they just Christopher Lambert on it, <laughs> made it a Highlander movie. <laughs> yeah. The film that even on the DVD commentary, which was like done like twenty years later, the producers of it go, "Yeah, we should, we should never have made this movie. This was a terrible <laughs> movie. <laughs> fucking weird." Movie. And then, yeah, this, the the law. Of the film is just completely different. Like they're from yeah, because it's so obvious that the script was written as an independent sci-fi film. Highlander did well, and then some producer went, "We need to make a sequel immediately." What scripts have we got that we can just change the characters' names? Because isn't the sequel they're aliens? Yes. (laughs) Yep. So dumb. And then but they didn't even like they didn't even change the. Like the particulars about this new script to fit in with the others, all they changed was the character names. Like they talk <laughs> yeah. about things happening five hundred years ago, right? But then yeah. in, in the first film, that we know that Ramirez is over a thousand years old. <laughs> you know what? I might go to Italy after this and, and then, watch it. I've got <laughs> Do it, man. But then no, Christopher look. Lambert's character, Connor McLeod, he's a scientist in it. For some, he's become <laughs> a scientist. Like what the fuck. <laughs> Well, yeah. like so- if you're going to live forever, you get bored and you have a few job changes. But then he got old after the quickening and then became a scientist. Like, it just doesn't... Yeah, it's a weird movie. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah, it it's is. great. Oh, it's fucking... Weird. I love it, man. But I love 80s sci-fi. And you know what I watched recently? Mm. Uh, in fact, earlier today, is I watched Dune. Oh, yeah. The, because- the David Lynch one. Yeah, yeah. Or Alan Smithy, depending on who you ask. <laughs> But because uh, I've recently just went back and started reading the books of Dune again. Wow. And Epic. I'm fucking- God, I cannot read those books. Dude, I'm so fucking engrossed in Dune so right now. So many words. So oh, many man. words. Yeah. I love every, I, I, I everyone. I start and then there's a guy and he's sitting there and someone walks in behind him and he goes, you shouldn't be sitting with your back to the you've, door. You've read the first chapter. You. You've read the first <laughs> chapter. <laughs> I've read that first chapter like a billion times. I cannot get past it. I'll be it. honest. That's why that is so ingrained just, into my head. just loves that chapter so much. I, I did the same thing, Luke. This is the first time I've gotten past that, but I think you've got to really be in the mindset for Dune, and I must be right now because I fucking I read it, yeah. uh, eaten this up. I read it in like year 10, in you know the, the time you had after you finished an exam. Yeah. Uh, and I. You mean I while you're sitting there waiting for the less smart kids to finish? <laughs> I, yes, that is what I mean. And uh, and then I I read Dune, and I also wrote Monkey Island fanfiction, as we've that's amazing. Before. And if you still have those Monkey Island fanfics, I I, I really do need to read them, or I, we have to do them as a uh, as an audio play on the podcast. I have them right here. I scanned them in <gasps> uh, before we yes. before we moved. They're, they're packed away now. But when we were when we were how can you pack away a scan? No, no, no! I, the, the the originals, um, sure, because they were hand, they're handwritten, Dan. Right? Yes, as everything was can back then. Can we? Can we please do this as a multiple orgasm special podcast? Yeah, right I agree. Monkey Island radio dramatization of yep. them. Yep. It's called The Adventures of Guybrush Threepwood. I bet I know someone who'll do the audio uh, sound editing for us. And then I've written Largo Legrand. I guess this one's called Largo Legrand. Part one: Booty Island. Chapter one: The Ferris Wheel. Booty <laughs> Island. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Ferris wheel, nice because number three ends at a carnival. Yeah. Oh yeah. These assume that uh, only Monkey Island one and two exist because oh, there okay. were no sequels when I wrote this. Yeah. Oh, of course. I was going to send this to Ron uh, but Gilbert. But Monkey Island three is great. You should still yeah, send I, it to Ron uh, Gilbert, or better yet, yeah, once we it. record it, we should tag him in it on Twitter and try yeah, to get him right. to listen to it. Let's do that. <laughs> Very good. Oh yeah. So anyway, GS Dom, it was it was it was pretty good. 
go see. It's stupid, but it's it's pretty good. Good special okay. effects. It's like ridiculous, over the top, uh, kind of disaster movie mm. uh, with mm. Gerard Butler. I mean, it's, oh, some of the plot is just fucking stupid. Man, does but he in a good only way. do bad movies? Apparently now. <laughs> like, and I love some of his bad movies, but they're all yeah. bad. He's never done a good movie. Like, there's a sequence in this. I mean, this will explain the tone of the film. And if you're okay with this, then you'll you'll probably mm. enjoy it. He he's up in this space station, right? And his brother's down on Earth. And at, earlier on in the film, they talk about how they had this secret code when they were children. And you go, all right, he's going to send him a secret message later on. And then later on in the film, he get, he, he's on a video conference with him and he, give, he gives him this whole long talk about when they were kids and they went fishing. And it's this long story. And then uh, and you think, oh, there's going to be a coded message in there. And then he, uh, <laughs> his brother gets off the call and he goes, we never went fishing with my father when we were young. It's a code. And then he runs in and gets this computer person at the uh, at the fucking I don't know wherever he works the secret government agency, and they pull up the the message in like Final Cut, and then I forget <laughs> how he figures this out, but he's like the phone his dad's phone number is the is the code, and then they cut up the message, the the video, yeah. and then piece the frames together. And that, like split it up into seconds and then put it all together. And when he plays it back, it's like, there has been a sabotage on the space station. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the wow. fucking secret wow. code from when they were kids. <laughs> like, I, I've pissed myself laughing, but you know what? It was pretty good. That's, yeah. Okay. All it's right. It's that kind of movie. Sure. Is Is there at least good action sequences in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's stupid. If you want to see a smart car running away from a fucking volcano. I'll be honest, I'm not <laughs> sure I do. Like, it's dumb, but awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, Ed Harris. Can't go wrong. Oh, man. Ed Harris. Yeah. Cool. Making a comeback. I was, Ed, uh, Ed Harris will literally be in any movie, I think. <laughs> he was great in Westworld. Like, if you're a young filmmaker out there and you want someone awesome, I think Ed Harris is going pretty cheaply. You know, I've noticed he a just, lot. He of, just wants to work again. I've noticed a lot of people like Helen Mirren is in that fucking Winchester movie. Like she's in a, a like a low, not low budget, but she's in like a horror film. Like a it's it's a, based on the Winchester Mystery House, but it's just like a ghost right. movie. Like kind of <laughs> like. Like just, in, she's just cashing or... in a paycheck. She just wants to like, put really? a new kitchen she's on her that? house. Yeah. It's like, all right. She's fucking Fair great, enough. though. Helen Mirren. All right. Yeah, man. I just, every time, she's still just Morgana in Camelot to me. <laughs> yeah. No, not Camelot. Excalibur. Excalibur. the name of that fucking movie? Yeah. yeah. It's got Patrick mm. Stewart in it. It does. So does Dune. I was about to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, fucking love. Patch. Fucking Dune, the movie is awesome. It's absolutely nothing whatsoever like the book, but it's it's still a great '80s sci-fi movie. <laughs> if you like check that, which again. which I do, I have to check it out again. It's been a while. Yeah, you- Virginia Madsen is in it. Remember when she used to be in movies like Highlander Two? Huh? Well, it's all just coming around in this episode, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Now you you watch something else? What did you watch? Oh, guys. Uh, I watched Batman, The Return of the Caped Crusaders. You know what this is? This is the animated film of the oh, 60s Batman yep. voiced by the cast of the 60s Batman. Oh. And it is amazing. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, they did it. Well, it's only a year or yeah, two old. came out last year. Just before he died. Yeah, and it's got, it's, it's got them both doing Batman and Robin, and it is written- uh, uh, you think you're just watching a, an older episode that you haven't seen, but at the same time, huh. they do small little things to make fun of the way that those old episodes used to play out. Like, for example, there's the Batmobile screeches up into the street and Robin goes to run across the street and Batman says, no, Robin, if if we do nothing else, it's to lead by example and we can't break any laws, even the most mundane ones. And then the whole action slows down as Batman and Robin walk down to the crossing Wait for the crosswalk to go, 
and then slowly and carefully cross the street, and then oh, the right, action starts this. up again. It's fucking amazing. Right. They even had um because Catwoman in the show was played by a few different people. Yep. So they had Catwoman. They had three people come back and play Catwoman. Yeah, as well. and you know what? <laughs> At the start of the film, I was quite disappointed that they opted for a certain Catwoman, but then loved it when they they brought in the gag where all Catwomans are are featured. So yeah, all right. I'm gonna have to watch this. Oh mate, you you really you really should. Bert Ward does uh, voiceovers in supermarkets here. Oh. So I was in uh, the place- That should make Luke market. happy. At least he's working, right? <laughs> yeah, he's got some work. I was in Stop and Shop, uh, and over the last couple of weeks, I've noticed Burt Ward popping on. Just like, oh, you know, you know he, well, back when he was uh, playing Robin, he evidently fucked thousands of women. <laughs> yes. Like, he's, he's come out, he's written, he's written a book, and he basically, he basically said that playing- Robin made him so fucking popular with ladies, and he took every advantage. Um, and there was also, he was also very well endowed, and they had a hard time hiding that on set sometimes. Also, um, he would call ejaculating into a lady giving his autograph. So um, <laughs> he, uh, you know, he'd say, "Like you girls want my autograph?" And they'd be like, "Yeah," and that meant. I'm going to fucking come in you. <laughs> that's just like, that's no. Ah. <laughs> He's the boy he was yeah, like, man. I've made up a code. They don't know what it is, but they're going to consent <laughs> yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they don't know they're consenting, but they are consenting. But they are. You're an officer. I told her I was going to give him my autograph. Oh, well. Yeah. I gave exactly what I promised to give. It's like, well, he's got you there. Holy cream pie, Batman. Yeah. Marge Simpson is a Disney princess now. We haven't talked about that. Oh, Christ. Or, or no, maybe Lisa not. Simpson. So it doesn't work that way. No. Well, we'll see. Star Wars worked that way. She's, well, yeah, because she was a princess. <laughs> Fair enough. So you think- Marge is just a housewife. She's a Disney housewife. Well, Mulan's not a princess. Isn't she? She's just a farm girl. No, oh, I didn't know that. Turned soldier. Doesn't she marry someone? Well, I suppose Pocahontas isn't a princess either, then, is she? They didn't have she's kings no, and queens. She's the daughter of a the... chief, though. Yeah, but they're not kings and queens. No, that's true. That's true. We're fucking busting it wide open. Yeah. Well, if you go on by that, Jasmine is also not a princess. She's the daughter of a sultan. What does that make her? Oh, yeah. That's true. A sultana. <laughs> I'm not making a joke. That's the word. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know if I believe you. Hmm. Google it. <laughs> because I have that as a hazy memory, but I, I also could be wrong. <laughs> I don't want to look it up. I don't want to know. I, I, want to, I just I'm want just it to be true. I'll yeah. accept it. It's fine. It's fine. You'll accept the Sultana. <laughs> I, uh, Jenna's been watching Once Upon a Time, that TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Is that a Rod- Robert Rodriguez film? Uh, no, no, no. Another one you mean, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. This is Once Upon a Time in fucking Fantasyland. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's not fantasy land. It's a show you can watch without me because because uh, I'm not interested in watching it. But mm. I noticed that uh, it's got- it We have that in out- my house. It's called The Gilmore Girls. <laughs> it's about f- like fairy tales, like as if fairy mm. tales were real. And there's a place, Storybrooke or something. I don't know. I've seen bits of it. But I noticed It sounds that- like fables. Is it like fables? It, it, it's, it's basic. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it reminds me of that a little bit. I noticed that as it goes on now, it's just got fucking everybody in there. Like Elsa and Anna are in the show. Oh and wow! Fuck and like in in oh, there, they updated really is quickly. This, is this in, Disney? It must be. I I don't know. I just noticed Elsa and Anna in there, and they've got um, who else was in there the other day? Just everybody. They're just throwing them all in there. <laughs> and um, I saw a scene with uh, with Elsa, uh, you know the the blonde one from Frozen, mm-hmm. who has the ice powers. Of mm-hmm. her in in kind of a fantasy ice setting, right? And it looked cool. I was like, oh, okay. wow. Like a real life Elsa. They got this actress who looked fairly convincing and it looked all right. But then those characters have to come into the, the real world and it looks fucking ridiculous because they're still wearing the same costumes. And it just, <laughs> I was just like, wow, that looks fucking stupid. That but- sounds, uh, sounds to me like in uh, the Justice League when you see Batman just <laughs> yeah. hanging out in the daytime. 
a little bit like that actually where it just like it's like oh now that uh that needs to be lit uh, a specific way in order for it to, <laughs> to to not be ridiculous. So I'm just yeah. googling now for some screenshots, and uh, yeah, turns out uh, Elsa is pretty sexy. <laughs> uh, mm. I mean, who else was in there the other day? I remember I walked. She was watching it. And I walked in. and I'm like, "Fuck it!" They just like fucking kitchen sink in this show. Upon <laughs> a time. Oh yeah, Peter Pan's in there. Hook, <laughs> Elsa, Snow White, Cinderella. Okay. So they are all Disney properties. Yeah, Tinkerbell. Oh, Cruella de Vil showed up. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And yeah, Maleficent was in there. Yeah, it must be Disney. You know, I was just, I was, it it was obviously in my adulthood before I realized that Cruella de Vil's name is Cruel Devil. And I was like, mind blown. It's uh, ABC, but they must have worked out a deal. ABC is probably owned by Disney. Let's uh, let's be honest. (laughs) What is yeah, it? everything is these days. Uh, did you guys watch Black Mirror season four? Yeah, any chance? I've watched I a few. Got through season one yet? Oh mate, you should. You should. They're good. <laughs> it's really good. But actually, though, they're, they're not all to. good. I'll say that no. there's usually at least two out of every season that are very good, and then there's always fill. And in my opinion, th- this season is no different. Yeah, I agree. So I've only there's watched four, I think, of this season. Oh, I was only there's only five of them. Okay, so I've only got one to go, which must be. The one that we've already talked about, Matt, because the, the, I've yet to see that. The Black Museum. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it is. Um, so the the Starfleet episode, the first episode, yeah. was fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, I loved every frame of that. Uh, then the second one, the Jodie Foster one, uh, was shitty filler. There always is one of those. Which one was that? Uh, uh, it was the one where the, the, girl, the girl and her mum, and the mum has a little- like a baby oh. listening device, but keeps it on right. for a whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't too. And then the next one was David Hillcoat, one of my favourite Australian directors, which is kind of a serious, a serious version of a, of a short film gag that we came up with ages ago that we were going to do, which is somebody kills someone and they g- gets busted, so they have to kill the person that saw them, and then somebody sees them do that, so they've got to kill that oh, person yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Except, like, dead serious. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and then there was the. Uh, did you watch the one with the dogs? The oh, I think maybe maybe Man I haven't. Head? Maybe I'm only no? three, and then the black and white one. No, you'd know. No, okay. And then oh, what's the other one then? Oh, did you watch the Hang the DJ? I think it is the the Hang one? the DJ. Yes, Hang the DJ. Yeah, that was yeah, good. that was great. That was great. Mm. Yeah, it's a good season uh, overall. I think yeah. yeah, some some filler, but I mean, I didn't. They're all entertaining, so. Yeah, and I think this season's probably overall better than the last season, mm. which I thought was a little bit of a, a little bit of a decline from previous. I always seasons. feel like when I tell people you should watch Black Mirror, I always have to add the caveat, but don't judge it on the first episode where the <laughs> That's prime right. minister has to fuck it's a pig. It's so different in tone. It's such a yeah, it's such a weird first episode. Like, because it also it doesn't really even fit the theme as closely. I as know. The no, it's it's very loose, isn't it? Very loose. Uh, I wonder why the, they, why the they theme, picked that I mean, one to be the, the first one. Like, if I was going to say, and anyone in the first season to watch, it would be the the one where they have to ride the bikes because that kind of yeah, great captures what the show's about. Mind you, I got sold onto it by that episode. Somebody said to me, well, "You should watch Black Mirror." I the said, "What's it one. about?" They said, "The Prime Minister has to fuck a pig," and I said, oh, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, for you, that works. for you that works." On you that works. Most people have been introduced to this show. <laughs> On you, that works, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a lot of people, I have to say, oh, yeah, it's really good. But the pro- promise that does fuck a pig. So. <laughs> so if you don't like that, and you probably don't, skip over it. Um, I had a suggestion given to me for, for something we could do. Okay. To encourage Luke. Uh, I'm not fucking a pig. To follow up on things. Well, would you fuck a pig if you got an achievement for it? Oh, Luke reviews Ooh. fucking a pig. Someone suggested maybe we need to implement an achievement system on this podcast for Luke. Oh, hello. Let's try to get an achievement every week. And so I don't have okay. one for this week, but I was going to put it out there, listeners, if you can think of, of, of achievements for Luke, for things you'd like him to do, like fuck a pig, then uh, write in. <laughs> podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Try to limit the animal cruelty, but I'm not going to rule it out <laughs> yeah. entirely. Yeah, well, Luke's not an animal, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> 
thought that should give us the idea of what the achievement should be. And then also you need the scoring behind it as well. Of I need course. To, I need to know what it's weighted for. Mm. Yeah, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll need to come up with that, I think. Some, the, the kind of the scale and everything for the, for the, uh, for the points and stuff because it needs to make sense, obviously. But, yeah, write in suggestions. We'll figure it out. I thought it was an interesting, uh, interesting idea. Yeah, write in. Let us know what you thought of the show, what, what achievements we can have for Luke. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Mnerdgasm on Twitter. Multiplenerdgasm on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Multiplenerdgasm.com is the website. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please leave us a positive rating on iTunes. That's very helpful. Uh, head over to multiplenerdgasm.com slash merch and check out some of – we've got our merch and we've got a curated collection of stuff from TeePublic. They're really cool shirts and hoodies and, and, and uh, laptop sleeves and all sorts of stuff. And if you purchase by going through that link, um, they'll know we sent you. They'll support the show. Or you can head over to patreon.com slash multiplenerdgasm and, uh, and back the show over there for as little as $1 an episode. And that pays for, for everything because we, uh, uh, we do this independently. And so we, we love our patrons. We thank them. And we've got, uh, got some interesting and cool rewards over there for you. Patreon.com slash multiplenerdgasm. I wanted to talk about my Switch, but we don't have time. So, What do you want to just give us a little sum up review of uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? I feel like Luke and I are going to have to have an argument about this because I fucking love it. I fucking love my Switch. It's like. Yeah, I don't get it. It might be my favorite console I've ever. I want to play everything on that now. I can. Are you playing it as a console or are you playing it as a handheld? Yes, both. I I can be playing on my TV and then I can just pick it up and then now I'm playing it as a handheld. You're picking it up and you're playing it on the toilet, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were, uh, playing it on knew exactly toilet, where you were going with that. I'm playing it in bed. I'm playing it fucking at work at lunch. I'm playing it everywhere. It's I wish I could play it. It's really good. And you know what? I love the I love the Joy-Cons. I use I don't I don't even plug them into this the little dock thing for them. I just hold them in my hands. Just slide them off the side. And I keep you must have smaller hands than me, then. I don't know I what guess. the fuck you're talking about. Well, you know, you've seen a Switch, right? Yeah, I've seen a Switch, sure. The little controllers on the side come off. And you, oh. and you can okay. either slide them into a, a little dock that turns it into a, like, a big, you know, like a normal controller, like kind of like an Xbox controller, although the configuration is a bit different. Mm. Or you can just hold them in your hands. Okay. Like one in your left hand, one in your right hand. like Kind of like, a, you know, the Wiimote? Right. A little okay. bit like that. Uh, so I just, just a small version of that, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just play it like that. And uh, it's just so easy. You just, like, just put it in the dock, boop, comes up on the TV, take it out, boop, back on the back of handheld. Hmm. I really like it. And, and I really like uh, Breath of the Wild. But uh, anyway, we talk about it more next week, I guess. Yeah, I think I'm the only person in the world that hates that game. <laughs> what? What's yeah, I like think you are it? too. I mean, it's pretty popular, what is it Luke. What you don't like about it? Um, I just could not get into it. I like I've played every single Zelda game and loved it. This one, just, it is different. No, just doesn't do it for me. It's it. It's more like Skyrim than uh, than Zelda, really. I mean, it's it, it Zelda. <laughs> How much like Skyrim is it, Matt? It's a big open world, and you just wander around, and do whatever the fuck you want. I don't like the fact you can climb mountains. Okay, we're well, splitting hairs. I keep now, forgetting you, you can do that. And also, no, I think what really threw me off is just the weapons. The weapon's constantly breaking. Yeah, but you constantly get new ones. So Yeah, I but know. I don't want to have to worry about having to flip between three weapons in one fight. Mm, fair enough. I, I, I don't mind it. I've, I don't have any, Yeah, I, I, I really like it. Everyone's allowed to have their own opinion. That's true. Even if it's wrong. <laughs> Not according to the internet. But yeah, I got, uh, I got that. I've got Super Mario Odyssey, which is fucking great. I've got, uh, I bought L.A. Noir on there. Oh. I haven't played it yet. Because I want to. Um, I tell you what. Now they've updated that. That it's now good cop, bad cop, and lie. Yeah, it is a million times better. Mm. That's why I wanted to play it, and I was like, "Yep, I'll take, I'll take it on the switch." Because I'm, uh, we're going to London uh, at the start of February for a week and a bit. So I'm oh, take nice! It on the switch. Although I'm, I mean, probably not going to be playing it a lot while I'm there, to be honest. Because I'm going to be exploring London, but you're going to be Londoning. I'll play, I'll play it on the plane, and I got uh, what else did they get. Uh, oh, a couple of indie games. I haven't played them yet, so I'll talk about them more later. Super Meat Boy's coming out on it. I kind of oh. want Doom and Skyrim on there, just because. Yeah. But then I'm holding out because that's dumb. Well, who cares? I think Skyrim you might enjoy it. Doom I don't think so much. Yeah. Having Skyrim just with me at all times 
would be pretty cool. That's literally I think all it I is want. going to end up being more of a handheld. I think that'll be the way they push it going forward. Yeah. Because I think that's how most people are using it as the handheld take anywhere type of thing. You guys, but I don't know. You guys know it's 47 degrees in Penrith today? Yeah. I got yep. uh, My mum was sending me screenshots because it's been fucking minus 20 here. <laughs> Celsius. It's, uh, it's, hang on, what is it today? It's like some awful, I haven't been outside, obviously, because I, I don't want to go out in it. But I think it's like, it's minus five Fahrenheit right now. Right. Well, what's that in real, real uh, de- degrees? Minus five F in C. Minus 20. F in C. Minus 20 in Celsius. It's fucking cold. Oh, minus 20 degrees Celsius. What the hell? Yeah, it's very cold. <laughs> I had to go buy, uh, we went, well, we both went and bought new jackets, like big winter jackets. It was fucking cold. And I, I tell you what, I like snow. Snow is fun uh, until you have to dig your fucking car out of like 50 centimeters of it. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> interested now, in snow. Yeah. It's still cool. And I had to pay a man to come and fucking plow the driveway because we're back here in the woods. So I literally mm. just couldn't go anywhere. I had to pay a guy to come and fucking get rid of the fucking snow. He did a good job, by the way. If you're looking for a guy in uh, in Western Rhode Island, let me know. Mr. Plough. That's his name. That name again? <laughs> it's Mr. Plough. Ah. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.